Unashamed, the recovery podcast. Where we are breaking the shame and stigma of addiction and recovery. One episode at a time. By having real conversations about real recovery. And hello, recovery family, and welcome to the second episode of the Unashamed Recovery Podcast. It is a beautiful fall day here in East Central Mississippi. Uh, Weather's cool, the sky is blue and without a cloud, and what a just a beautiful day to talk about some recovery. In today's episode, we're going to answer that frightening topic. What is recovery? And boy, do I have a lot of information to give you all today. And we don't have a lot of time, so let's dive right on into it. So first of all, what is recovery? Well, Webster defines recovery as a return to a normal state of health, mind, or strength. He also defines it as the action or process of regaining possession or control of something stolen or lost. So, basically, in other words, recovery is a decision followed by a process. And if you've been following along on our social media, I've been kind of getting posting a few things over the last couple of weeks pertaining to recovery. And that was one of them. That was a little quote that I posted. Um, and it was just pretty, you know, pretty accurate. You know, it's, it is that initial decision. And then it is followed by that action or process. Recovery is also the beginning of healing, which is the end of conflict with yourself. So therefore, recovery is fighting to save yourself from yourself. Woo, doggy. Ain't that some stuff there? That's, that's pretty deep. Recovery is fighting to save yourself from yourself. How true and how accurate is that? Because that's exactly what it is. The addiction has stolen yourself from yourself. Addiction is a disease that tells us that we don't have a disease. And so in recovery, we are fighting to regain ourselves from ourselves. And so... With that basic understanding of recovery, let's go down this rabbit hole just a little bit deeper. And just a few facts about recovery. Recovery is a self-directed and self-empowering. 
Recovery is a support system of peers, allies, mentors, and sponsors. And if you're new to recovery, you may be sitting there thinking, man, what is a sponsor? And I'm not going to get ahead of myself. We're going to be talking about sponsor here, you know, possibly the next episode or, or two. That's coming up, so stay tuned to the podcast. We're, we're going to be going in depth into sponsors. But recovery, in essence, is a support system of peers, allies, mentors, and sponsors. Recovery emerges from hope and gratitude. Recovery also involves a process of healing through self-discovery self-introspection, and self-redefinition. Recovery, in its basic essence, is a journey of self with no destination. Recovery requires a level of honesty and integrity that demands that I do what is right even when it's unpleasant and unpopular and when it seems hard and when I just really don't feel like doing it. And so those are just a, a very few basic facts about recovery. Um, and, you know, there's really, if, if you were to go to, any recovery group in America, any 12-step program, any uh, rehab facility, any uh, alcohol and drug treatment facility or program, everybody that you talk to that's in that program is going to give you a different definition of recovery because everybody has their own idea or definition of recovery, and that's okay. Whatever it means to you, and if it's keeping you out of your addiction, out of your hurts, habits, and hangups, and hey, you go right ahead with that definition. You that that is yours, and that's great. And speaking of all that, you know, moving right along with the program, I want to kind of go into the different recovery options. Uh Recovery is such a broad definition. It also has broad options that are available. Um, you know, if you're in active addiction right now and you are looking for a way out and you just don't know what your next move is, or if you are a parent that is listening and your child is in addiction and you're trying to decide what that next step is, or maybe you know, you're the spouse of somebody in addiction and you're trying to find out where does our journey go next. So let me give you some treatment options. You know, like I said, recovery, very broad term, broad definition. And being so broad, there's a lot of options that are available. Oh, And these options, some of these are going to be specific to drugs and alcohol, while others are going to be kind of more 
broad and open to other things. And a lot of these options are going to include inpatient and outpatient rehab or ongoing support groups and also multiple kinds of therapy. For many individuals, the very first step toward recovery is acknowledging their personal struggle with their addiction, whether that be substance abuse, substance dependence, whether that be alcohol, drugs, opiates, whether that be porn and sex, whether that be codependency, whether that be um, anger, depression, grief, any of those things. It starts with that first acknowledgement, stepping out of that denial. And the very next step after we've acknowledged it and stepped out of denial, that next step is finding the right treatment program that can help you restore your overall health, well-being, happiness, and mental state. And guys, there are countless, countless treatment options that is available to you that you can choose from. For example, some people with severe forms of addiction enter a detox program before transitioning into a rehab. And then on the other hand, Others may choose to begin recovery at an inpatient or outpatient facility. And after treatment, they may continue reinforcing lessons learned in that rehab by attending support groups and therapy sessions. And, you know, we'll pause just right there for a moment because I, I want you to remember there is no such thing as a one-size-fits-all approach to addiction recovery. Uh, whether treatment, what, whichever treatment path that you choose, be sure that it has everything you need to help you achieve a successful recovery. For me personally, what helped me was Celebrate Recovery. Uh, that is a Christian-based 12-step program. And that is what me personally was able to take a hold of, take advantage of, and use to my full advantage to beat my addiction. And I know plenty of people, plenty of people who have beat addiction and is sober today and never step foot in a 12-step program. And that's okay. That's what worked for them. What worked for me is not going to work for them. What worked for me is not going to work for you. So remember, how I got sober is not how you or your loved one is going to get sober. Because there's no such thing as that one-size-fits-all approach. Recovering from addiction is not easy at all. It's probably one of the hardest things an individual can do. And it's going to take an significant amount of willpower and self-discipline to achieve and maintain long-term sobriety. However, you are not alone on this journey. During rehab, 
or during any type of program or recovery you choose, you're going to build some strong relationships with others that are also in recovery who can relate to what you're going through. You know, just the other night, I was uh, very privileged to go and speak and share my testimony at a another Celebrate Recovery program in Alabama. And that got brought up. So many people in addiction, whether it be alcohol or porn and sex or opiates or whether somebody's depressed, the common factor in everybody is they think they are alone. They think they're the only person going through this. And once you find out somebody else out there is going through the same thing you're going through, man, that is such a healing moment when you realize that. It's like the weight is lifted off your chest to finally know, man, I am not alone. I have found my flock where I belong. And so that's one of the main, well, I'm going to say main, but that's one of the great things about recovery is you find others who can relate exactly what you're going through. And in addition to that, your family, your friends, and other loved ones have your best interest at heart during this time. Your recovery from an addiction is dependent on how much you put into the process. So discover the ways your addiction can be treated to better understand what lies ahead. And so to better understand that, you need to know the different types of treatment. And those types of treatment is such things as inpatient rehab, Outpatient rehab. It could also be a drug and alcohol detox program. It could be a sober a sober living home. I don't know of many around our area, but they are out there. You can find them with just a little bit of research. Also, other programs that are available are addiction treatment medications. During a detox and sometimes throughout treatment, Patients may be prescribed medications to help with the recovery process. These medications are used for a variety of purposes, and that's including managing withdrawal symptoms, reducing cravings, or treating co-occurring disorders. Medications for addiction treatment have the most effective results when taken in conjunction with a comprehensive treatment program. One kind of builds off of the other. Another option that is kind of available is maybe staging a intervention. Interventions don't always work. And the idea behind that intervention is to help a loved one express their feelings in a constructive way and encourage a person battling addiction to enter a treatment program. Another option that is available is faith-based treatment. And that's kind of where I'm at with Celebrate Recovery. It's a faith-based, it's a Christian-based 12-step program. 
other option is therapies. Therapies used in addiction addiction treatment are based on an individual's health and substance abuse patterns. Options for therapy include an array of individual or group therapy sessions, and sometimes those are typically organized by addiction counselors. And some of the different type of therapies that are offered are biofeedback therapy, and that's a form of drug-free therapy that helps people in recovery understand their body's involuntary processes. During a session, a therapist kind of places the electronic sensors on a patient's skin to monitor brain activity. And after reviewing way of the brain wave patterns, the therapist can recommend a range of techniques that can be used to help overcome addictions. Another type of therapy is cognitive behavioral therapy, and that is used to help people in recovery to uncover problematic thoughts or feelings that may be comp- that may compromise their sobriety or contribute to a relapse. This form of therapy is also useful in treating co-occurring conditions such as maybe a bipolar disorder. Another type of therapy is a dialectal behavior therapy. And that's just a uh Basically talking about a uh, severe mental illnesses, such as uh, being OCD. And that's being treated in conjunction with a substance abuse order, disorder. And this therapy aims to improve self-esteem and to provide a very stress-free uh, environment. And to provide stress management skills and to encourage individuals in recovery to remove triggers from their life to prevent a relapse. And also another type of therapy is experimental. My bad, I just misread that. Hey, no perfect people in recovery. I've learned that. Uh, I said experimental, I meant experiential therapy. Experiential therapy utilizes non-traditional treatment methods to help recovering addicts to overcome repressed feelings and emotions that may have contributed to their addiction. And common types of this therapy include outdoor recreational activities such as rock climbing, something to get you outside or to get you your mind off of that addiction. And because, you know, and I can tell you from first-hand experience, when you first get into recovery, it's hard to stay sober whenever you're constantly thinking about it. It's like, you know, you're being told, don't think about the cat. And by not thinking about the cat, you're thinking about the cat. And that's the same way. So it kind of, you know, shows you other ways to express yourself and to get your mind off of that. Another type of therapy that is also provided is holistic therapy. And another type is motivational enhancement therapy. And motivational enhancement therapy, it is used to help individuals in recovery learn how to change any negative thoughts and behaviors attached to their addiction. 
This type of therapy is most frequently used to treat people in substance abuse recovery who have, once again, co-occurring conditions such as a bipolar disorder, uh, PTSD, or OCD. And then the last type of therapy is a psychodynamic therapy. And that just basically helps individuals explore their emotions to uncover how their subconscious thoughts relate strictly to their addiction. This helps to identify the basic underlying cause for your substance abuse. And by working closely in your psychodynamic therapy with therapists to acknowledge these deep-seated feelings, you're more prepared to identify and avoid temptations during your ongoing recovery. And so, and that was it for the therapy side. Uh, other options that are available is support groups. Uh, and support groups kind of fall under the 12-step programs that, uh, that I'm in now. Uh, support groups uh, is highly recommended to join after somebody finishes an addiction treatment program. Support groups are instrumental part of staying on the right path once out of treatment. And allowed, it, it kind of allows you to continue your care after rehab. The individuals that you're going to meet in support groups can offer encouragement throughout the recovery process because they've been there. They know and they understand what you're going through and they can offer you firsthand experience and firsthand help. There are a number of different support groups tailored to specific substances or demographics. Finding the right group provides a community of individuals that motivate and inspire each other to stay committed to sobriety. Uh, the first type of support group is the 12-step programs. 12-step programs are regarded as the standard for recovering from an addiction. And these programs follow the 12-step model of recovery and the 12 traditions which were created by the founders of Alcoholics Anonymous. And because the program allows people to adapt the steps to their own needs, many have found the 12 steps immensely helpful during their recovery. And some of the most popular 12-step programs are Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, Al-Anon, and Sex Addicts Anonymous, and Celebrate Recovery. And that first one, Alcoholics Anonymous, those meetings provide a group of individuals that can be or that can relate to one another on some level about their addiction to alcohol and how it has impacted their life. Most AA meetings take place daily or weekly in a local setting, such as a church, community building, or maybe at some type of health clinic. Open meetings encourage family meeting, well, my bad, open meetings encourage family members or loved ones to attend, while closed meetings are only for those in recovery themselves. The other type is Narcotics Anonymous. Narcotics Anonymous is a support 
group modeled after Alcoholics Anonymous that provides a community of support for those recovering from addiction to drugs. Members of NA motivate each other to stay committed to sobriety and to avoid falling back into the patterns of abuse. And those meetings typically involve individuals sharing their stories of addiction and recovery. There's also another type, and that's called smart recovery. Smart recovery is a popular alternative to your 12-step support groups. It teaches people in recovery how to control addictive behaviors by addressing the underlying thoughts and feelings attached to substance abuse. Smart Recovery utilizes a four-point program with stages that can be completed in any order. Another type of group is Al-Anon. Al-Anon is a support group of friends and family members of individuals who have an addiction to alcohol. The mission of this group is to show loved ones that they are not alone in their struggle. Al-Anon emphasizes addiction as a family illness and provides loved ones with the effective coping and communication methods. Another type is Sex Addicts Anonymous. And Sex Addicts Anonymous, um, there's not many that are local to, uh, to our area here in Mississippi, uh, but they are catered for the porn and sex addicts community. If you're struggling in any type of pornography uh, or sex addiction, this group may be a perfect fit for you as you surround yourself with others who are, once again, they are in that same struggle with you. They are in that same fight and they can relate. Most of these settings are a closed setting and you have to be a member to attend. Sometimes you may find an open setting where your family or loved ones can attend as well. Another group is Celebrate Recovery. Celebrate Recovery is a 12-step Christian-based program. Uh, it caters to hurts, habits, and hang-ups. So basically anything you're going through in your life, they can help with the 12-step model. It could be as severe as an alcohol or drug addiction, or it could be something more so like depression, grief, codependency, anger, a sex and porn addiction. It could be a food addiction. It could be gambling. Celebrate Recovery prides themselves in being very comprehensive and tailored to anybody with those life's hurts, habits, and hangups. Another is addiction counselors. An addiction counselor's role is to provide a unbiased support for individuals going through treatment program. Counselors create an individualized plan for treatment and aftercare and conducts one-on-one -on -one or group therapy sessions. And guys, like uh, I previously mentioned, I attend Celebrate Recovery. I'm there two nights a week. On top of that, I also see an addiction counselor. I go and I talk with my addiction counselor. I used to go once a week. Now I'm down to going once a month. And I would highly recommend it to anybody to go along with a treatment program. Other options uh, that are available 
inside recovery as a whole are drug and alcohol rehab centers. I want you to understand that it is okay to feel overwhelmed when you're trying to select the best rehab program for you or a loved one. While there are many to choose from, there are a few notable drug and alcohol addiction rehab facilities that stand out among others in the nation. These centers are recognized for the positive impact that they have in the lives of people in recovery and their families, as well as their efforts in addiction treatment advocacy. And guys, with that, that just about wraps it up for today. Um, I know that today's went a little bit longer than normal. Uh, I know last episode I told you I'm going to keep our episodes short. This one went a little bit longer, but there was just so much information that I wanted to put out to you guys. So many people need to know the options that are available to them so that they know that they don't have to stay stuck in addiction. And so with that, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, guys, if you like today's episode, I urge you to please share it, share it with your friends, with your family. Uh, please help spread the word of what we're doing here, uh, trying to spread the word of hope and freedom uh, to give people just a little bit of hope that they don't have to stay stuck in this addiction. Uh, go on to social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Unashamed Recovery Podcast. Uh, please like the page. Uh, reach out and and contact us. Uh, you know, engage in the conversation. We would love to hear any kind of feedback. If you want to share your story with us, we would love to hear your story. Uh, tell us how we're doing. If we're doing great, let us know. If we're doing bad, let us know. Uh, we love to hear from you. And you can also send us an email at unashamedpodcast at yahoo.com. Uh, and guys, that's going to wrap it up for episode two, What is Recovery? I hope you'll tune in the first Monday of December when we're going to release episode three. And that's going to be denial. Uh, we're going to be talking about the good old reliable topic of recovery, denial. And that's going to be on the first Monday of December. So until then, guys, I love y'all. I hope you're staying sober. And if you're not, it's okay. We still love you, and we're praying for you. God bless, guys. I will see you next time. Bye.